welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life to creativity and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. And welcome to the Us, Us and, and Stuff, Stuff podcast. podcast. So, we had posted a picture a couple days ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys were so sweet. <laughs> if you guys don't know what it is, um, I posted a picture of us when we first got married. Mm-hmm. And it was like a year into it. And no, just a few months. Like that oh, mustache really? was fresh. <laughs> fresh stash. Fresh stash. <laughs> um, so I posted that and I let the internet just have it. Just like, hey, roast me. That's fine. I can take it. I'm a big boy. And you guys were pretty good. Yeah. Like... Not, nothing bad. In fact, I'm surprised. I think you guys could have went harder. So, <laughs> next picture I expect, like, some soul searching. Like, <laughs> dig deep. But, yeah, we had some people, like, <laughs> we had some people asking, is that your parents? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, yeah. And there was a, some people that were, like, called to worship. They were like, man, thank God. God is real. It's like, thank the Lord for the mercy you had on your face. <laughs> His evidence is real. <laughs> and this sin was removed. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so thank you guys. Uh, if you can, follow us on Instagram. To yeah, if you haven't seen that picture, you definitely need to go yeah. uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it, it is painted. Painted on there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then, so the other thing we're going to mention before we started is that I'm just getting over being sick. I lost my voice for two days. I could not talk at all. Yeah, so she has a really sultry <laughs> R&B voice. <right>? Hi, guys. <laughs> the quiet store. But I'm, I'm trying to not cough and just make yeah. sure that I'm speaking clearly. But so if she does cough yeah. or clear throat. or I'm or, sorry, but that's what's happening that's, right It's now. real. But yeah. that shows her dedication to the podcast. So she really wants to speak to you guys, and I appreciate it. So thank you, dear, for you're welcome. Taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there was actually a purpose in actually posting that picture um, because today we're going to be talking about how we had discovered God or, mm-hmm. or discovered God individually and, and then together. as a couple yeah. and our journey through that. And then to give you a face to go with the story that we're talking about so you can just imagine these two young kids who thought they were mature because the man (laughs) over here had a mustache because that's what makes him an adult we thought we were very wise and you'll see where where our wisdom quickly failed and proved to be um no wisdom at all (laughs) especially the wisdom of a razor or the lack thereof or a haircut that that too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually I'll start first, and then I'll I'll let Emily um, talk about our upbringing. Um, so I grew up as a military brat in California, and I grew up in a Filipino home. And most Filipinos, um, culturally, it just happens to be Roman Catholic or mm-hmm. Catholic. Um, and so I grew up with that up until I was eight, right? Mm-hmm. And then my mom had passed from cervical cancer um, when I was about that age. Yeah. When I, I was Around about, I think I was old. turning eight uh, during that time. And then my stepmom uh, came into the picture, and she was ready for it. LDS. 
And if you guys don't know what that is, Mormon. Yeah. yeah. Curveball for you, huh? Filipino, Catholic to Mormonism. Yeah, so it, it was uh, definitely interesting. They approached us um, with the promise of eternal, what is it? Forever family. Forever family yeah. uh, being sealed together in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, in that event and at that season in our life, we were totally for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up with that up until I was 18. And then I was supposed to go on my mission. And then I didn't want to. I, I wanted to work. And the church, um, they were really harping on me to it. And they pressured me into and this is coming from a very thick uh belief system of mormonism Mm -hmm. i did everything i did got sealed in the temple with my family Um, we did a lot of uh temple work Um, i did baptisms for the dead i also uh, what else everything yeah except a mission yeah and so they thought they would pressure me into it and i had a big distaste for mormonism or religion in any manner um so i just not completely because when i met you you were 20 and you still considered yourself mormon yeah but it was um you were like i'm just not active at the moment yeah but you were still holding on to those beliefs i think yeah i think it's because you're raised with it it's almost like old habits so um yeah so i you know was inactive for a while and then i met emily so and so my yeah My backstory is quite different. I was raised Southern Baptist as a PK. If you don't know what that is, it's a preacher's kid. Not um, pre-kindergarten. No. <laughs> That's what RJ thought when I first told him. Oh, wow. You are pre-kindergarten oh. for that long? Wow. That's sad. Your dad taught pre-K? I'm confused. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, we were, my family was very legalistic through my younger childhood days. Like, we weren't allowed to watch Disney movies. We couldn't listen to secular music. We definitely couldn't do the hokey pokey or turn yourself about because that was, you know, moving your yeah body to the devil's oh, music. Oh. Only Jesus turned you about. <laughs> I don't know. I want to. So, I want to see what other restrictions you actually were, like hokey pokey. Yeah, there's just certain things where he was like, I mean, I guess I could see some things. Like, okay, I could. Maybe get I don't know, rid of you put thing. your right hand in and then you and take it, it out? out. No, when you put your hand in, you let your yes be yes and your no be no. <laughs> That's not what they said. I'm totally lying. <laughs> oh man, we could totally ruin our kids right now. Let's start this. No, I don't. I don't recommend it. So anyway, so that was the majority of my childhood. Um, I mean, it was, you know. Growing up in Mississippi, mm-hmm. I mean that the Bible Belt. Yeah, the Bible Belt. So I mean, everybody's a Christian yeah. or some form of religion. Yeah, or the Christian claim, religion. They claim it. She um, did air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> I forget they can't see that, yeah. and I keep doing them to show them. <laughs> but anyway, so huge turnaround when I was about fourteen years old. Um, my parents. To me, out of the blue, I guess there was more going on um, during that time mm-hmm. that I didn't know about. But, I mean, anyway, so 14 years old, I'm told they're getting a divorce. And then, I mean, things just went really fast. Yeah. 
I won't go into the dark details right now, but there were drugs and alcohol involved in everybody in my family. Yeah. Um, not everybody knows about this side of our yeah, life. Yeah, it's not um, exposed. And so. so if you don't know this, if you're our family and you're like, wait, what was going on? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I mean, but we'll talk about this more later on, but I'm very thankful for God's grace in our lives yeah. because, I mean, from where we were there, it was just... It was rough. Yeah. It, got, it got really dark for a while. But we could talk about it now in the grace of God. Of course. In, in, yeah. that, in that banner. So. Yeah. But yeah. so when I met RJ, I was 18, about to turn 19. And I was, you know, starting to consider religion again because through my teenage years, I mean, I called myself a Christian. and But I didn't really, I don't know, knew what I believed. Mm. I just you know, regurgitated things that I heard that sounded nice. Um, I also, I mean, I didn't mention this growing up, like we were always taught the whole ask Jesus in your heart thing. So I asked him like several times, was baptized several times because I was just afraid maybe I didn't believe it enough or I didn't say the right words or, and there were so many different reasons for why I did each time, but it was never true gospel. But anyway, so, um, I started to question God, and I, for a moment, thought, well, maybe all religions are the same. Maybe we're, you know, just expressing expressing worship mm-hmm. in different ways, but maybe in the end they're all the same. But, I mean, I quickly learned, like, they all contradict each other. Yeah. And so there like has... A, you had, like, a hodgepodge. Of yeah, it was, it was just a big confusion. But, I mean, again, when you go from super legalism to do what you want, I was just a confused person. Yeah. Um, not to pass blame on my parents. I mean, it was definitely my own heart that was following after these things, but that had a lot of influence on me and my parents know that. And they've actually have said they've given me permission to talk about this and maybe one day we'll have them on the podcast and let them tell their story because it's not for me to tell for them. But anyway, so when I met RJ, I was starting to want to seek, I guess, religion, not really Christ at that time. Um, so yeah. yeah, so when I met you, that's where I was. Yeah. And so when we met, of course, you know, we just, we were the young couple that just loved each other and just wanted, um, that's all we wanted. That's all we, all you need is love was <laughs> our, you know, that was our, we were motto. frolicking in the, in the fields and just rolling and staring in each other's eyes. Yeah. And we, we were ready to take on the world and we knew it all. Yeah. And we were ready to write a book about it. Yeah, we were about to bestow our knowledge on everybody. Uh, <laughs> Thank God we didn't do that. How yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> We'd have to rip that off the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when we got to this point in our marriage where Emily had said, we got to do something. Yeah, so I think maybe, how long were we married? Maybe a year in. And one day, it was a Sunday afternoon. We we're yeah. driving around. I was like, why aren't we in church? shouldn't we be going to church? I mean, most people go to church on Sundays. What are we doing? And he was like, actually, no, before that, the argument happened. I need to rewind. I thought you were going into that. (laughs) No, because we had that discussion afterwards. Okay. So rewind. um, A few days before that, Sunday, Yeah, we had. I had started to look into Mormonism and I was like, oh, no, that's not true. So I yeah. ordered a whole lot of materials online and handed my poor husband 
all of these pamphlets to prove him wrong. It was an anti-Mormon. Uh, yeah, I I, I do not <laughs> condone this form of if you want to call it evangelism. Yeah, um, it's not evangelism. No, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but she, I guess in a very nice way, she she introduced uh, my family to go to hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, you said you said. Your family, well, your family, if they don't believe in Jesus, they're going to hell. And I was wow. like, are you kidding me? Like, I just, I was that straightforward. I, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. Wow. Because I think you were trying to get me to, to, yeah. to break that. Well, I was trying to convict you. Yeah. I was going to be that person. And again, I still had my reservations. Um, well, this um, turned into a giant argument. Yeah, we were crying. And we don't argue ever. Ever. And... And I don't even think it was really an argument. It was more of a first time disagreeing to the point where we're both just sobbing. Like, what do we yeah. do from here? Because we've been staring into each other's eyes, frolicking in the fields. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's like, put the brakes on. We don't agree on something. What the heck are yeah. we going to do? And it wasn't like breakfast. Like, what do you want for to eat? Right. It wasn't like that. It was just like, uh, oh, shoot, this is bigger than... Something that we have to consider. Yeah, so that's fast forward to that following Sunday because we hadn't talked about it. For a few days, we were just kind of like, you know what? We'll just agree to disagree. Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Let's just try to gaze into each other's eyes and find that romance again before this gets more (laughs) awkward. It was awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then fast forward to that following Sunday. Yeah. That's when I was like, well, we got to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. What if we have kids? What are we going to teach them? Are yeah, we just going to both teach them something different? Yeah. And that's when we both agreed to, it was like, well, we both agree that the Bible is true, right? Yeah. So why don't we just start there? And I was out to prove you wrong. And I was, I was out like, to well, prove I'm you gonna, wrong. And we're like, I was like I'm going to show her the Doctrine and Covenants and Pearl of Great Price and convince me to be sealed in the temple yeah. with you and you'd be not drinking coffee in no time like, look that's where it ended for me <laughs> you know even if i had considered it <laughs> just, you take coffee out and i can't that's not my religion man. i'm sorry <laughs> and i hadn't tasted the, the sweet nectar <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway so um that's when so we agreed to go to a non-denominational church yeah at that time because we were like well maybe that's kind of a even ground where yeah. we can both start just from scratch. I was like, I can work with that. Yeah. You know, I was like, still trying to prove you wrong. Um, so, yeah, we went to this non denominational church, and over there, and you'll see this uh, as we go through the journey a little bit, um, there's like the idol that we that mm-hmm. we created and the, the things that we, it's not necessarily anybody's fault. Right. Well, this um, is our hearts chasing after yeah. what it wanted. I mean, and there's a, the... there was a cycle of, and you'll see as we tell our story, is like each moment we were seeking after something and creating our own idols yeah. in each theme. Yeah. And so. And in this church, um, we put it on such a high pedestal. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we it was, uh, um, that church itself was yeah. a form of idolatry for me. Well, it, it did it for me too, because it broke mm-hmm. me out of my Mormonism. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first time I actually thought about even considering a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went straight into kids ministry. Um, I was learning things backstage, like from the yeah, like, like just ask, basic nursery 
as he's about to go teach these children, he's reading stories that he's never read before, yeah. jumping up on stage, and he's like, wait, what happened? Yeah, I'm winging it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a terrible way to teach kids as well as, I'm sorry, if, if you were under my care and yeah. teach, uh, I hope you had a fun time, but I hope you didn't take on to anything I said. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. So I acted like a fool. Like, and we call this time in our life, didn't we say it was a um, VeggieTales theology? Yes. Because that's pretty much what we're It really was. Reading it was fast-paced, yeah. uh, music dancing, and a very surface Sunday level school version of... Gospel. Of the gospel. Or what we thought gospel. Yeah, what we thought it was. Air quotes, gospel. Yeah. And so everywhere around us was all about that um, prosperity, not necessarily money, but seeing the successes in everybody around us. And so, that happiness, just chasing after that best life. That that hap- that temporary happiness yeah. in this life. And we and it wasn't happening. We we didn't see that. Yeah. We were broke. It we were broke bad. and it was it was tough for us. And we just maybe thought something something was wrong with us. Yeah. Um so we actually and there was a moment where um there's like little seeds being planted in our heads. And mm-hmm. I think um in this moment uh, you're, yeah, that's when I, Olivia was just born, and this is the first time I ever just really opened up the Bible and started just reading it in its context, not like uh, I'm looking for my encouragement for the day, but I'm like, what if I just, I'm just going to start with Romans. I don't know why I thought Romans, but. And we were, we were not even under the care of anybody. Like no. nobody was. Uh, discipling, discipling us or us anything like that. Us. But so I started reading and I was like, wait, I've never really paid attention to I mean I've read Bible verses from Romans but yeah. never read it in its entirety so I got into there and the next thing I knew I was looking up YouTube videos and came across this preacher named Paul Washer yeah. he's very well known um, but I had not heard of him at the time and he was preaching and he said something that I mean it hit me at the at the core and next thing I knew I was just crying because so what he says was if I were to walk into this room today and told you and I was to tell you that I was hit by this giant Mack truck on the way here and it was insane I mean it hit me I was walking across the interstate this truck was going 75 miles an hour (laughs) hits me and then I hurried up and got here and here I am he said you guys would say I was the biggest liar because you can't be impacted by a giant truck and not have evidence of it And then he said, you want to tell me that you've been impacted by this holy, holy creator yeah. and there's no evidence of that. And then I started to do a heart check. I'm like, you know, I don't think there's really evidence yeah. showing that I, I really know who this God is. If there was, then, I mean, you would have seen that. Yeah. Not just outwardly, like, you know, just being a good moral person. Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, morality is a separate issue. Yeah, and so I think, and this is how we kind of deciphered through it is, we were told that and again we had that kind of seed planted in our heads, and we really didn't know how what that would look like. So we tried, yeah. we tried expressing that. We tried expressing that um, that evidence. You know, we tried to we we put up a lot of. And I think that was the first time we had heard the true gospel, like seeking the real true gospel at that time 
but instead of sitting with it and growing and seeking more is like we heard it one time and we were ready to just take on the world again. Yeah. Like again, we were puffed up thinking that we had all the knowledge again, and we're ready another, to write another book. <laughs> yeah. It's another idol that we just created. Um, yeah. So we went to Utah and in Utah, just very briefly, the church uh, helped us see the false gospel that we were chasing. The church and, we were attending in Utah. In Utah. Yeah. And if you don't know, Utah is like uh, Mormon country. Um, so it was very rare and very interesting to discover that church, um, which, you know, definitely thankful for that. And God used that. Yeah. Um, but we came back and we had nothing to show for it. I, I didn't have any extra money. Yeah. Um, we, the whole purpose of going out there was to, to raise, save to, money, to live with your parents, to hopefully be able to. Yeah. And we came back empty handed. Yeah. Um, and we weren't going back to the big church, um, to that church, the very first church we went to. Um, so we went to your grandparents' church, mm -hmm. and that's where we met Pastor Jake, who is our pastor now. Um, and Jake is an expository, uh, Bible-believing teacher. Mm -hmm. Like, he is, everything, every lesson was Christ-centered. It was Christ -centered. just Bible. Yeah, God and Christ-centered, mm -hmm. um, expository teacher. And we've never been exposed to that. Yeah. Um, so we were under his care um, during that time and we had a moment in that <clears throat> that not only tested our marriage but it exposed both of our hearts to what we know to be true um, mm -hmm. and we won't go into that um, I'm sure we'll probably have a podcast about the purpose of uh, protecting and uh, the purpose of marriage and protecting yeah and again. the purpose of uh, marriage in general yeah um, during that time though just a brief summary is that just our marriage was shook yeah <laughs> and, and and it like wasn't like a test it was like shook like yeah like what are we doing here type thing yeah. and and do we truly believe what we what we said right yeah. and then because i mean at that time we were considering ourselves christians we'd both yeah. been baptized by this time and yeah. um but god god shook us <laughs> and was like no you are your idol yeah we're seeking our our happiness in each other yeah. and we built a church that we wanted mm -hmm. and we worshiped yeah. which was outside of everything we and it wasn't i mean there was sin involved in this yeah situation. there was sin there yeah. was sin involved and um but emily's you know forgiveness was just a picture of of christ and to the church um and he revealed himself to us. So I think the God was using the turning point in our marriage to show us that uh, our need for a specific Christ, a Jesus Christ, that we do the all the true Christ exactly, and that we can and we can do so many things. The knee jerk reaction is to prevent. Um, yeah. So we did a lot of prevention, and which is good, and those are great things, mm -hmm. and accountability, and all that. But if you but in true reality, what are we being saved from? And I think... And saved, too. That's the one yeah. thing is up until that point, Jesus and the church and all of that, those were like the things that just got us to have what we were wanting, which was peace and happiness in this life. It's like a safety net. And as we grew, and especially at that turning point in our lives, was, you know, we're saved not so that we can 
find happiness in our marriage or so that God can fix our marriage or anything else in this life. Yeah. But it's, he saved us so that we could know God. Yeah. And so that we could have our complete joy and everything in him. And, w- and I had never even thought of God as that good. When I said God was good, it was because of the things he did for yeah. me and not because of just who he is. Yeah. And then that, I mean, I've started seeking more and more. Not in a person and not in his being. Right. In his, in his uh, attributes. Yeah. And then I remember seeing the uh, Louis Giglio video on um, the, the universe and yeah. the planets. And um, yeah, there was definitely an awakening. Yeah. There was uh, just a lot of things that were, I was, reading and watching and all of this, I was just like, wait, God is bigger than I ever thought. And even just recently studying more of him is like, I mean, every day I'm just mind blown of how little I know and how great he is. And I'm not ready to write a book. And also I have to put this out here. The reason we're doing this podcast is not to bestow our wisdom or knowledge to you guys. We're learning this along the way. And I I like what you said before the Vody Bauckham quote. What was it? Oh, I'm just a, I'm just a beggar. Telling another beggar where to, where to, where to get bread. bread. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's what we're, we're trying to segue into, um, that if we don't take a grasp of what we're being saved from and what we're saved being saved to, mm-hmm. um, we would fall back innocent again, just like our cycle. We were going mm-hmm. through this cy- cycle. That's why it's easy for us to talk about it and say, this was our idol then, mm-hmm. and then it failed. And then this was our idol, and then it failed. Um, so you probably see that. So I'm going to read a, a verse from Eve- Ephesians 2, uh, 1 through 10. And this kind of s- sums it up, and at least it kind of frames it very well. Yeah. And it's uh, directly from the ESV version of the Bible. Um, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you had once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we, all of us, once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath. That's us. Like the rest of mankind, but God, being rich in his mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in, in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Jesus Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God and not a result of works, so that no no one may boast. For we are his work, workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that that that's the end of the uh, mm-hmm. the verse. Um, but that really just emphasized so much of that's our life to who. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's to Christ. It's for Christ. And none of it had anything. If anything, the only thing it pointed out about me, if you want to We were dead. Yeah. We were children of wrath. 
yes. who are following the flesh and the rest who are of seeking mankind. after him. It's really truly our story. I'm yeah. now that I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm, saying it just sums up our life. It right shows there. shows the different churches that we built in our hearts, mm-hmm. um, and we worshipped it um, so much. And so God showed us where our faith is, and it was lacking of Him. Um, it exposed, you know, exposed us in our sinfulness and His holiness. So compared to each other, that's a you know that's a very big gap. Mm-hmm. He shows grace unto us by, he gives us grace. To bring giving, us to him. Bring us to him. And so yeah. not saving us to let us have everlasting life, but to have him. him. And that's why I think a lot of people, when sharing the gospel, they make it about everlasting life. They make yeah. it about forgiveness of sins and all of that. Or heaven. Yeah, all of that. But that's not the gospel. No. The reason God saves us from our sins is so that we could have him. God is a holy God and perfect and good in all things, and we're not. And so he brings us or saves us from our sins so that way we can come to him. Mm -hmm. Um, He gives us everlasting life because that's where he is. He gives us heaven, not for heaven, but because that's where he is. It's heaven because God's there. And so everything that we were trying to chase after before, all those idols had nothing to do with God. We may have called it gospel, but it was our own good news that we had created for <laughs> ourselves, and it wasn't good news. It wasn't good news. It was like all right news. It yeah. was like the news. But it that, failed every time because yeah. we were, you know, we're hanging on to these idols, but every single time they failed. Yeah. I mean, look at how many times we thought we knew what we knew, and then something shook us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now we know it's God to show us, like, you're chasing after everything but me. Yeah. And yeah. we were totally we're and we were fine with it. Yeah. And that's the sad and that's the thing that we want, you know, for you to be encouraged is that like check your heart and check what are you what are you really chasing? trying to chase? Yeah. yeah. Um, the next verse that we wanted we put just a list of verses that we really wanted to make sure that we hit um, in this episode, but Philippians three eight. Indeed I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. That's just... Count them as rubbish. (laughs) Yeah, it's like everything else that you're seeking after, if you don't see them as trash compared to Christ, you don't know who Christ is. And it's like this whole life, there's nothing in this life that's worth hanging on to because you found the true source of joy and why would I want to turn back to that old life? Exactly. And is, I mean, it just, it makes me cringe to think of the things that I was trying to hold on to. Yeah. That. And it was to each other too. Yeah. I mean, like we, we yeah, put our it's family like, on our, and you on were, you were my everything. Like marriage was my goal. Yeah. My goal was to have a, a husband and to be a great wife. And that's not what Christ calls us to. Yeah. And marriage is not the end goal. Not everyone's called to marriage. And it's okay if you never get married because that's not what's going to bring you everlasting joy. Yeah. You if, actually have a special privilege. In singleness. To have God, if you, yeah, if you are in singleness and that's your season right now, like that's okay. you have the wonderful pleasure of having God fully. Yeah. Like you don't have to share that... Um, not burden, but that. Yeah, there's a verse the that weight. talks about that. 
You don't, you don't have to share that weight. No, and that's not to say that marriage isn't great, but marriage is great in its own place. Yeah. That God gave us marriage. Now that we see is like yeah. not to fulfill each other, but so that way we can We're hold each other accountable. We're a team and yeah. we help point each other to Christ. And that's it. Yeah. And when we do that, I mean, it takes the burden off of each other to be each other's mm-hmm. savior. And when one of us mess up, we can quickly forgive because it's like it's not about me anyway. Exactly. And we'll, I mean, again, we'll do a whole another <laughs> episode on that. I could go all yeah, day on that subject, that. but um, but the main thing we're trying to hone in is how how God is our that is our treasure, yes. and we can go back to Matthew thirteen about the parable of the of the man the that finds yeah. the treasure in the field and sells everything he has. Um, but we'll jump back up to First Peter three eighteen. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteousness or righteous of the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, but being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. And, and that's, that's all just showing. It's like he did all of that again to bring us to God. Exactly. And like you were saying in Matthew 13, um, which was the next verse after that yeah. to talk about was um, he's the treasure. Yeah. And the, if you haven't heard this parable, is a guy's walking around and he finds a field that's for sale and he looks out and it's just like this vast amount of treasure like there's no way he could even try to pick it up like it was just he had to buy this field and he saw the value of it so he got rid of everything else in his life he sold it yeah he hid the treasure he He went and sold everything that he had to buy to go buy that This is not saying that we can buy Christ, but this is to show us the value of Christ. Like he is worth so much that we literally want to get rid of everything else in our life that keeps us from having that treasure. Yeah. And so that's the thing that that's the theme that we are realizing. And this is our journey and we're still going through it. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that we've been exposed within just within the last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. um, and months and, you know, this year or so. Um, and we're still going through it. So we're definitely haven't arrived at by any means. And we're not trying to, again, we're trying not to we're not, seem like holier than thou. Yeah. Um, because, again, we're we're still sinning. You know, even in our messed up prayers. Um, like, our repenting, you repent. And then, like, another theologian said, once I'm done repenting, I have to say amen. And then repent again because I already thought that there was... Um, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ha- I have arrived. Um, but God has shown us that, you know, Jesus is the true treasure and that anything on a scale with God, um, whether it be your marriage, um, your family, your religion, whatever it may be, and whatever you want to put on a scale with God on the other end is outweighed. God. Uh, it's silly for us to even try to put a scale and compare something to him. Yeah. It's like he's the only God. They're, like he's the only thing that has existed forever and lives outside of time and good in everything. Like how could I even try to put anything up against well, him? It's it doesn't crazy. Work. It doesn't no. work. <laughs> and that's God, why it fails. God is time. so holy. It, it this like the scale is just obviously one sided. Yeah. And that's all to God. Um, so in Revelations four eleven, worthy are you, our Lord and God. To receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So that just shows his holiness and his 
the right. sovereignty over us. He's and, the one that yeah. chose to create us. Yeah. We here, we are here because he put us here. Yeah. And he's the one that's worthy of the glory and honor, not us. And that's mm-hmm. another place that we are very mistaken about this life is we want to make it about us, even in our talents. Like yeah. RJ is this amazing artist, but even that is not about getting people to applaud for you. But he gives us those gifts and abilities to show off him yeah. it's just proof that we are created the fact yeah. the reason why you're creative yeah. is because you were created yeah. and all of it just points back to him but only he is worthy of that glory and honor no one else here right. as as creative and as talented as they may be it all goes back yeah. you to can God. pick any, you can pick any genius and it's not going to be it's still any can't, any you can't compare him to God yeah. um yeah, so we, I mean, again, we are sinners that have been truly changed by that God that we're talking about. And if we truly treasure that fact, we would be more out of our minds to not even let you know about it. Yeah. So that's why we're doing this now. Like, that's, it's not a sales pitch. It's not, we're not to trying convince to convince you. Of anything, you. But I mean, you could have turned it off. I mean, we, we spoke for half an hour about specifically God so I mean um, so I'm very thankful and I don't consider it a coincidence that you're listening to this Mm. so consider it God showing his grace he's like showing off right now no matter where you are in your in your life whether it be you're you know you're a believer but you're pondering on some of the things and you're just breaking up some of that soil that's in your heart and taking out some of that weeds and letting those seeds get really nurtured. Um, or you could be just a deep thinker. Um, you can be think, you're thinking deeper into these, uh, into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or you've never been taught that. Like you've never heard this. So, and that's what we're trying to, this is why we're trying to do it. Um, and because this is our journey, that doesn't mean it's your journey too. Like you have to do it this way. Um, your your part you're part of our journey, and I I I'm just saying don't you don't have to copy us please okay. don't copy us. I like, thought you were saying the whole like what's true for us is not true for them. No 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 no. We're discovering that truth, and we yeah. want you to have that truth. Right. Um. And we want you to and I and I pray and hope that God and there is only one truth. Yeah. And and that's the journey we're all on. Is I was just saying don't go through our path. Please okay. don't. Yeah, I got you. It's uh, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> don't learn the hard way. That's a very. Although we're all sinners, so we're all yeah. there and together as we well. We do want to hear your journey. I mean, if you've gone through something similar, or you had some questions, or whatever it may be. Um, a couple people that I talked about, I was just sharing my testimony about being a Mormon, and mm-hmm. so some people had some questions about Mormonism. And I can tell you, at least from when I was 8 to 18, 10 years of it. Um, so what, if you guys have any questions, please ask and put it in our reviews. We'll read our, we read all of our reviews on Apple or wherever you. Yeah, wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, or you can follow us on Instagram. You can message us there. Um, but we hope that this, um, we hope that this had Giving you a message. Yeah, and this is not the end of the conversation, but we really just wanted to let you know why we are where we are and Mm -hmm. how we got here. 
and to give you kind of a backstory. So whenever you hear us talk more and more throughout the podcast, you just have something to kind of go along, yeah. kind of like a picture of a mustache to show you <laughs> a face with the picture. If this is, it, hey, if this is more of the story behind the stash to give you the I don't know how we got to where we are. I don't today. know if I want people to remember that. Uh, it's always there. I can bring you it can't back. you can't not no please yeah. don't. Well, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up, I think, now. Yeah. But um, thank you for listening all the way through. We're forty minutes in, so it went a little longer than we probably will normally make the podcast. But and thank you. If you're you. still listening, thank you so much for yeah. listening. I, I we really do appreciate it. And if you haven't already, uh, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram on us and stuff. And to, and just so you know, it's us underscore and underscore stuff because I think there is another. Us and stuff uh, the other yeah. day. I've typed okay. that in. So well, you, unless uh, you want to follow them too, we said I'm sure. we said Filipino hands mustache. Yeah, so that that will pop. Maybe up. we should make that profile picture. Anyway, so yeah. anyway, so tune in next Friday. Thank you for joining the podcast of us and stuff. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.